Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Recording stopped. There we go. Yes, there we go. Folks, coming to you live, even though this is being recorded on various machines. It is the triumphant return, the 2022 premiere episode of Sully and Stone. Crowley Sullivan here with my lifelong pal, Jay Stone. Stone, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The hiatus is over. You got to know the kids again. We did a little hunting and fishing in the offseason, and we are back. Well, truth be told, the sabbatical was due to me being on a month-long adventure of sorts. I was was at a camp where I was learning how to ride a unicycle, and um, I now am expert at riding a unicycle, but far more importantly than that, returning with the program in 2022 is my former exe- my former temporary executive administrative manager Amanda Boyk she is no longer my temporary executive ma- uh, administrative manager she's my former temporary executive administrative manager she is back with the show I'm Amanda back. Boyk happy new year happy new year so glad to be back how's fascia coming along for you Fashion's doing really well, actually. I'm excited. I'm going back to school in two and a half weeks for my All level right. two. Nice. Hey, Stone, are you wondering who uh, today's presenting sponsor is? Ooh. I kind of was wondering that. It's a return sponsor demonstrating the value of this program, not just to our loyal listeners out there, but to the folks who have invested in this program. And once again, I got to just give props to our sales team. They're out there. A renewal, Thyssen Krupp Elevator. Remember oh, those guys? Of course I do. It's great yeah, to have them renewing their deal with us. Oh yeah, they're they're back in 2022. They are just as a reminder, recognized as a top ten elevator manufacturer in all of North America. They present and provide a smooth ride, a clean and modern interior atmosphere, a spacious vestibule and a relatively safe technology that has limited mechanical malfunctions and not very many deaths. They've been certified and given a B minus grade by OSHA. Thyssen, Krupp elevators, giving you every opportunity to reach the next level. Stone, once again, happy new year. It's great to be back on the program with you. What do you want to kick off with? Well, I want to just kick off with putting a little bow on the uh, season that uh, ended while we were on hiatus. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, the people in Athens. Congratulations on the uh, national championship. I will say this, that game uh, for the national championship, there was a hell of a lot of speed on that field. Boy, was there a lot of speed on that field. That was, it was great watching people, great athletes, great action. Uh, Sorry, Jamison Williams got hurt. because I think that's really the, the biggest takeaway I have from the game. Do you think, think Alabama wins Williams it, doesn't think, get hurt? Wait Bama a minute, wins. hang on. Do you think? Do you think Bama wins if he's? I do. He doesn't genuinely. Okay. Yes, I think Jamison Williams probably ends up with about 180 yards of catches, probably two or three touchdowns, and uh, I think Alabama wins. I mean, that's how big that injury was. It was. At, I mean, they didn't have anybody left. You know, guys dropping balls. Um, but still, been, Georgia wait, earned it. Real quick, Georgia earned it. 
Have you been to fame yet in 2022? So? I have not visited fame uh, 2022. One of the reasons I don't believe they've signed up as a sponsor for Sully and Stone. So maybe that's, that's a good that's call. Yeah. We haven't yet on our return. We've got to talk to the owner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if fame's going to have, uh, you know, my presence there, then they <laughs> needed to cough up money to Sully and Stone. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got a number in mind also. Got yeah. They've, they've gotten a lot of publicity out of this. I know. Too. Just from this. Yeah. So, I, I have, so are, when I drive by there, there's no one going in. So I don't know uh, what's going on over there. Maybe they're already so wait, out of business. Right. You, you think Bama wins if your boy is not injured? And am I, am I to also interpret that you actually think that Bama is the better team? No, no. Oh, I mean, okay, I just don't. Right. Like, I mean, it was the way that game was going. Clearly, Georgia on the play that Jamison Williams gets hurt. He's only 30 yards behind the whole defense. Um, you know, the bunch sets they were using were giving Georgia trouble. Georgia's no question that Georgia's secondary, as we saw in the original in the SEC championship game. And by the way, I picked Georgia to win both those games, yeah, the SEC did. championship and the national championship. But I saw Jamison Williams. I it was pretty clear that Jamison Williams was going to have a big, big day and uh, just felt terrible for him. And uh, then, of course, Stenson Bennett, who just announced he's coming back next year. So we've got Stenson. Why, Bennett why, why, next year. What, I mean, where was he going to go? Was he That's a go great I, in Canada. I, Canada? I, most pundits I heard thought that he would, you know, hang him up as a, you know, a, a, a legendary Georgia player and uh, never have to buy another drink in the state and wouldn't even risk that legacy. So that, all of I'm which, kind of surprised by that. Well, and let me be clear that that little snarky comment about going and playing in Canada was, was probably ill-advised. That is one of the greatest stories. Incredible. I think, I think in the history of college football, I, I, it's absolutely phenomenal when you consider where that kid came from. Incredible story. And, and more incredible is how many people were calling for, I mean, that first quarter, the second quarter game. in the championship yeah. game, people wanted that guy out. I mean, you know, obviously people thought he should have been yanked in the SEC championship game. People thought he should have been yanked in the national championship game. And all he did was when really the chips were down and his back was against the wall, that cliche, he boy, did he come out firing on that drive. When when he fumbles the ball and amazingly Alabama recovers it by accident and Alabama takes the lead, then he just comes out slinging. I mean, that you know, fumble, it's possible, may end up being the most important moment literally in the guy's life. Yeah. Because he, he for, made forever, it, forever, point, yeah. for, forever, it's, something is, clicked. Something yeah. clicked in I mean, that he, moment. He, he, I, uh, you just said it very well. Something clicked. And how about got to give credit to Kirby smart and the entire staff for selecting to go with Stetson Bennett, the fourth agreed because there was a lot of people that agreed. A lot of people thought it was JT Daniels time. I never did. I will say this. I, I, I and here's why I never thought of anything of JT Daniels at USC. I didn't like I, the way he played. I, I just not a fan of him. I never we'll understood where he all, goes. Yeah. I never really, I never really understood. That guy. I'm all telling the, you. And by, by the way, the only crawl, I don't know if you yeah. know this, but he, his NIL was with Zaxby's. Have you ever oh, been to his Zaxby's? Like yeah. I like Zaxby's. Well, like he it. likes to take the offensive line that he doesn't play behind because he's yeah. on the bench while the actual offensive line's on the field. He likes to take him for some fried chicken over at Zaxby's on his deal. Great NIL signing by Zaxby's. I want to congratulate them on the, uh, on the uh, JT Daniels signing. Excellent. Consistent, work. actually consistent with the Zaxby's brand. What I people don't know though, Crowley is that our great producer, Amanda Boyk was in conversations with Stenson Bennett, the fourth on an NIL with us. And it's it broke second, down at the last hang on minute. A second though, but that's the second time you've referred to him as Stenson. What with is an it? N in there? It's Stetson. Yeah. His name is. Oh, Stetson. it is. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. However, I am the guy that that repeatedly refers to Greg McElroy as the former Texas quarterback. Yeah. No, hey, listen, we can't be perfect on this no, show. No, I mean, no, hey, no. That's be the beauty of our relationship. We can correct each other when we're wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, the best part about this show is that it's not near perfect. By the way, <laughs> Amanda. Yes. Are you aware of the fact that the great Sam Pittman? The great Sam Pittman. Tell her. Give her the bad news. Uh, or excuse me. Give bad her the news. good news. Give her the good news. Uh, Arkansas so. with a big uh, bowl win. And then today, big news. His offensive coordinator, Kendall Bryles, signs, uh, rebuffs the Miami Hurricanes and stays in Fayetteville. So yeah. things are looking great for Let's Coach go, Pittman. Great the, Pittman. The great Sam Pittman um, had a great postseason and had a great season. And he's off and running down there. Things are going. He's got his KJ Jefferson's back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it should be another big year. Kendall Browse running the show again on the offense. And Sam just standing there at his 300 plus pounds. Uh, just uh, still what chesty. you guys used to say about him? He's, uh, he's bosomy. He's bosomy. <laughs> yeah, well, he is. He's That's a good description. He's Don't, a large Wait, man. Uh, before we get off the, the national championship game, um, is Georgia going to win more national championships? in this current era so right or, now or how about that how about just when this? you say current we're, era we're, are we referencing the four-team playoff which no no, no like, I, I, what that's a we, good question what's the, what's the era the kirby smart era for however yes. long kirby smart ends up as you know sticks with his i think alma he wins or. another national championship as head coach at georgia yes i i do believe that because his recruiting is incredible uh he's you know there's that's three true. schools that are recruiting like crazy and he's one of the three so you know, you got obviously Alabama, Georgia, and, and A&M, and then I'd even throw Ohio State in there, too. So, Oh, you got to throw Columbus in there for sure. Yeah, but they're, 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 they're on the outside of those three schools right now. They're on the outside. They're, they're, they're a clear fourth. Yeah, to answer your question, fourth. Kirby, and by the way, Kirby did what we all knew he would do, which he should have done in the SEC championship game, is he brought five and six guys consistently yes, in that he did. game. That's a good call. He didn't sit back. and Oh, my God. That first half in the SEC championship game where they do, people forget, they were out, they were winning 10 nothing right away yeah, in that game. Yeah. But he kept rushing four, and, and, and uh, Bryce Young had so much time to either, I mean, literally direct players with his hand while he was standing back there or just run and 350 pound Jordan Davis was trying to chase him. So it was a uh, 99. Were you talking about 99? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, guys, he yeah. might be my favorite college he's football huge. player of all time. In 95, uh, why, whatever, Wyans or what, he's no, why, he's no shorty either. He's another 350. It's just remarkable, the players, but the speed, uh, even those guys run great. Well, but boy. So 99. Is the yeah. he might be the largest human I've ever seen, and and one of the things boy. that I liked pointing out to Kit while we were watching that game is how athletic he is. He's so yeah. fast and quick. He made a couple and great like, plays where he and just nimble, like he's yeah. incredible. He's amazing. Well, we'll be seeing him on Sundays a lot. Oh, for he, sure, he is tremendous. But all right, uh, now wait. Here's an important question. Yes, are, are we in the process of seeing? And I realize that it's not like this is going to occur with like a, a thud or a slam door or anything like that. But are we in the process of seeing Georgia sort of usurping Alabama as the monster of all college football within no the following con with a, within the following context, how long is Nick Saban going to hang around or is it going to be kind of like Georgia and Alabama as a, a dual headed monster for the next say five years? I don't, you know, I think in the SEC, A and M. I know you in particular have, and rightfully so, have 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 ripped uh, Jimbo and A and M. I just want to. I, I I'm waiting for them to to 
do something to demonstrate why everybody talks about it. Well, let's talk about Georgia's big advantage. The big advantage Georgia has is that they're in the SEC uh, East. That's a huge, huge advantage. Yeah. So now you've got to figure with the way A&M's been recruiting, they're on the rise. You just have I mean, that. Well, they, people they, have they been saying that now for how many years? How, how many, it's cl- not like cl- they weren't the number one class. I mean, this, this uh, Jimbo. And by the way, kudos to Jimbo for getting rid of uh, uh, Zach. Is, uh, you know, the quarterback is Zach Calzada. Yeah. yeah, move, yeah. Getting rid of him. He wasn't yeah. the answer. Um, uh, so I, everything I, I see at A&M definitely points up whether it happens or not. Also, the Brian Kelly to hire at LSU is a huge boon for LSU. So well, my point being, the West is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Where the East, we're going to give, uh, you know, a couple of years over at Florida to see if the new hire pans out at Florida. Good hire. You know, good, good. I, I like the hire a lot. That, he, he's on a mission. What, 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 well, he waited I, a long time. To, and then, and then of course, Tennessee seems to be on the rise too. They do. But, uh, Tennessee definitely on the rise. Seems to be on the rise, big time. Based on what? Based on this last season, where all of a sudden now they're scoring thirty or forty points a game. What did they? In their what, offense. I mean, you got to give Josh Heupel credit. Seven and six. I think that was their final. I didn't record. say they didn't give up forty-five on the other side. I said that they're on the rise with this offense right now. Is okay. I, I, coming I, back. I think. I think. I, I think Tennessee wins nine, ten games next year, probably. Literally, okay. I think. Okay. Matter of fact, I'll make a, a really bold prediction. They. The, I don't want to get out I'll already. I'll believe. I'll give it some time, but Tennessee is the real deal, I think, next year. Wow. Okay. Real deal. I, I mean, second believe... in the East behind Georgia. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to believe... head of Florida, ahead of Kentucky. Kentucky's winning a lot of games. Kentucky's yeah. winning a lot of games, 10 games. I'm going to believe in Tennessee when Texas A&M shows that I'm supposed to believe in Texas well, a hey, By the way, for the record, Carl, A&M did beat Alabama. That, well, as I've, saying, said I mean, for, as I've said for many, many years, teams all over the country regularly win big games. That does not mean that you are automatically supposed to anoint that team. I think and that's I always, I always point to Charlie Weiss and his Notre Dame team almost, not even beating SC, almost beating SC and everybody going crazy over Jabba. Because they thought that that demonstrated that Notre Dame was back to being a national power, et cetera, et cetera. Five minutes later, Jabba was nowhere to be found. I think, I think that's fair. But right now, with the addition of Brian Kelly at LSU, I think you're going to look at the SEC West as just an absolute gauntlet in 2022. Uh, well, I, mean, I agree and, with and going that. Forward. I, mean, I agree with that. But tennis, saying Tennessee is, is on, uh, I'll offer you this. If you're going to say that Tennessee is on the upswing and about to, you know, be on the verge of winning nine, 10 games, et cetera, I'm going to say the same thing about Purdue. Yeah. I, Tennessee has got, well, listen, Purdue's in the West, so they've got that opportunity yeah. in the big it's, 10 it's, West. It's, it's, it's a perfect, it is, it's a perfect analogy. Tennessee is doing something. Tennessee gets like athletes. What? Like that what? Purdue doesn't get. Tennessee recruits at a much higher level than Purdue, and 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 Tennessee is going to be. I just I don't see the correlation. I mean, they just played each other, and we saw them on the field. And of course, Purdue won, but uh, you know, but that in, in overtime, matter, I guess. But well, it matters. I mean, it was a great win. It was a great atmosphere. By the way, it's probably one of the top two or three bowl games of the whole. Bowl so let's season talk. Let, let's talk about. Well, actually, talk showed about, up to see that game. Yeah, can we talk about um, what lots of many people like to refer to as the exhibition season? Just for a minute. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so that game, that game was 
so exciting. It was, it was. great to watch. There was Real controversy. Good By the way, the stadium was jam packed. One of the yes, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it being in Tennessee, it allowed. Uh, yeah, you know, but 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 if it's an exhibition national. game, those Tennessee fans sure didn't act like it was an exhibition. I agree. Game. Listen, they were there. We, we can we can, we can handpick games where there was nobody in the stands, but well, this was a great you, atmosphere. Course, it was course. a very exciting game, like you said. The controversy, by the way, uh, to me, just because you brought it up, there's no controversy on that play. The, the, well, how I long agree. do we give I a guy to get in the end zone? I mean, eight hours to see if he can <laughs> wiggle his way over the line. Also, I mean, Christ, as I the as I as I said in the text thread with the table. It's an old cliche, but unfortunately, cliches are cliches because they're true. No game is won or lost on one single play. And if you're if you're coming down, no question to depending on a referee allowing forward progress to be interpreted to whatever degree was necessary to win for that to be a touchdown. If you're relying on that, well, you you didn't play well enough to win. And and if you look at the play calling by uh, Tennessee, it's atrocious in overtime. It is it is so bad. Uh, they they run in the ball all over the place, and all of a sudden he decides to throw on first and goal. It, it was they got what they deserved. Congratulations to Purdue on a, on a, on the win. They deserved it. What is they, your assessment of just generally speaking? Let's 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 call it the upper tier bowls, and whether or not they matter. Um, why don't you throw out some examples from your perspective of well, where games maybe my, didn't matter yeah. or where games did matter? Yeah. Um, because it's it, it, it's such a hot topic. There are people who literally truly believe that these bowl games are just exhibitions. I'm kind of just going to go on a, on, a, on, a, on a rant here. Not a rant, but just on a, on a, on a flow here. A, a mini one. throwing just, stones. A I'm, mini yeah, throwing stones. I'm just going to throw out some thoughts on these bowl games. Number one, me and you both know that ESPN... A needs live programming and B is making a fortune on these bowl games because the, the ratings games, were no, phenomenal. Yeah. Ratings we're going to touch, touch on ESPN here. In the a, ratings a were bit. great though. But ratings ESPN forever has had phenomenal ratings from bowl games. That's just a fact. And that is continuing. They were great. And, and, and that, that goes back to my Milton Friedman uh, argument on whatever the hell we were talking about uh, on one of our shows. If people want to watch these games, they're going to watch them. And I, last time I checked, more people watch college football bowl games than Major League Baseball preseason spring training games. Absolutely. They, the bowl games did terrific. Number two, the heartbreak of the bowl games, especially the upper tier ones that you mentioned, are the guys that opted out. Um, you know, you had bowl games where Oregon was playing Oklahoma and <laughs> None of the guys were on the field. Uh, that part is disheartening. There's just hang on, as a, as a hang, fan, on, hang on a second, because words are important. Yes, you just said none of the guys are on the field. Well, I watched a game between Oregon and Oklahoma, oh. and there were eleven guys on offense, eleven were, guys on defense. Let me, let me, let me. Just hang on. I heard what you, I said. You, you said right. none of the guys are on the field. None of the guys that I wanted to watch. I can tell you that the guys that are going to be playing on Did Sunday. You the guys that are going to the NFL. No, I didn't. It was a terrible game. I watched a few minutes and I saw, you know, Anthony Brown doing his usual horrible job, which he did. I cannot believe Oregon uh, stuck with that guy at quarterback that long. They don't have any other guys they can put in there. But anyways, let me let me rephrase my statement so it's very very clear. Opt outs were very disheartening in this bowl season. I'm not blaming any player for opting yeah, out. I don't have it a problem stinks. with them opting. I don't. It I, don't does, it does, I agree just, with you. It, it, it hurts. It, it, it hurts does hurt. But I don't. You know? 
I don't have a problem with it. I understand the reason. I have zero issue with a kid opting out. For instance, I'm going to go back to one of our old shows because you did. You were very confident when I I asked you the question. I said, is Kenneth Walker going to play? And you said yes. Yes, I did. You were very confident. I I said, you sure? You said yes. I'm sure. I actually... I actually thought he was going to stay for his senior year, but I, I was. <laughs> wow, were you was, off? I was, I was way off. And of all the people that should know, goddamn it, it's you that should know. And by the way, I asked my dad before I said, "Is, is uh, Kenny Pickett playing?" Of course, he's playing. George. Yeah, right. There's no question about it. He's playing. Uh, I said, "Are you sure?" Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, your my family, Pittsburgh fan. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, yeah. yeah. and pick it at a, yeah, absolutely." And sure enough, two seconds later, uh, you know, he's opting out. So that's the second thing I take away from it. Uh, the third thing, of course, is wait. Can I ask a question, yes. Stone? So yes. let's let's take the the state pit game. Two of the best players in the country. One of them, Kenny Pickett, a Heisman Trophy finalist. The other. Probably should have been a Heisman Trophy finalist. Borderline. Had a phenomenal year. They both they both opt out. That football game was an incredible football game between two good teams. And and even though those guys didn't play, that was spectacular college football. What should we not? Well, it was the game that's, that's that's a huge, huge stretch. If you watch that game, to say that was great college football, was it close? And was it going to come back by Michigan? There was some mediocre play on both sides. I mean, Michigan State couldn't move the ball for a lot of the game. Pitt, you know, gave away a lead that they were in control because they're on their third quarterback after the kid gets hurt right away. The second string. I mean, that, that game's that's not going football. to uh, the that, college that football happens, Hall of Fame. That happened. Sure. No, it was a lousy no. game. But credit to Michigan State for coming back. But it was a lousy mean, game. Was, yeah, it was, it was okay. nothing on that field. That was uh, it was a bad game. Crop. Would but you it was have a good rather, comeback would, by Michigan State? Would you have rather watched like an NBA? No. I, how many times game? have I told you when I'm walking down the street and I see eight year olds playing flag football or touch football? I stop and watch for an hour. I mean, I, I watch any football game, but that game was not a uh, a good game. It was it was Did it was game. pretty ugly at times until he finally remembered who his best player was. And by the way, congrats to you and Jaden Reed. Returning to the fold next season, I Thank thought you that for was the congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I mean Naylor uh, walks, but Reed comes back, and did, uh, does that win here? Here, and I do think that that Michigan State is a good program to kind of gauge this question. They win their bowl game now. Captain says that according to Captain's rules, State's final record is ten and two. The the eleventh the bowl game and the win <laughs> the bowl game victory literally doesn't get counted. Like by like the official, you know, record keepers and everything. It just it goes into the ether. It doesn't. It literally doesn't matter. I look on the Michigan State website and Michigan State credits itself with a victory in that game. So the, some I don't know who's wrong or who's right, but that final record is eleven and two. Does that bowl game and the victory in it mean anything? Yeah, it means they won a game. They're 11 wins. I mean, I love the captain. That's insanity. Of course it counts. It's in the record books. It counts. It's Hey, listen, better to win a game than lose a game. It was a good win. It was to get the third string quarterback. They had a a miracle, you know, to to come back. Congrats on holiday on the return. By the way, how would you like to bet on Pitt? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The guy returns that. Everybody on the sideline, too, is going, just go down, go down, go down. And he, 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 he's a freshman, by the way. Uh, he's a hell he's of a player. Like, too. He is a hell of a player. He, he's just saying, I'm taking this all oh, the yeah. way. There was no doubt. I mean, God, they were looking for a minute. You know, Pitt drove it all the way down there. And, you know, and then, wow, what a, what a turn of events that so was. So do the bowl, but, bottom line, do the bowl games matter? 
Some do. I mean, do they matter? Yes. First of all, they matter to the kids because the kids that do go, it means a lot to them. And it's a reward. And but not to mention, probably the most important thing is you get a couple of weeks of practice, which is really invaluable. Well, okay, So you just players, touched on something that, that, is important. That, that people do talk about. But the skeptics, the haters, the cynics, the people, who, the whiners who like who just want to complain about something. They talk about how these bowl games don't matter. They absolutely matter for winning sake but then also for developmental sake yeah and and all those guys it does get what is it two or three weeks of practice that's Huge. really important it's a chance for somebody to make a name and get an opportunity and especially with these hop dots a lot of guys are getting opportunities definitely you know the fan base uh, it gives them a place to go they want to root their team on they don't want to be embarrassed in a bowl game but the bottom line is this the, the college football playoff, all indications are now that we're going to be stuck at four until the end of the contract yeah, that's in a, a that's few years. Changing. That's not changing. Yeah, you don't see it. Well, it's Jim, Dr. Jim Phillips, a, a commissioner of the ACC, has basically put his foot down and said uh, that's not where uh, their focus needs to be right now in the playoff. For me personally, I, I'm really surprised by this. I thought that the playoff would be expanded. Uh, I don't want it to be expanded. You don't? It, no, like, like, like K.I. says. Those those semifinal games are dogs. I mean, like they they, they really are. It, 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 those are the four best teams. So you're saying because the semifinals are bad that the quarters would be bad? Uh, not necessarily, not, but I mean, like I I I also think that the more you expand the playoffs, the the more it dilutes the regular season. One of the great things about college football is every week is a playoff. Every Saturday, I agree. Is, I is totally a playoff all across the country, and the more you expand the playoffs. Which eventually it will happen just because money rules everything and there's more money to be made. Oh, no, it's going to expand. And by the way, the ACC yeah. is going to yeah. be uh, It'll eventually when expand. it does happen. Um, but uh, the, the more you expand it, the more it dilutes the games on October 12th. I think 12th. that's fair. But, but here's the problem that people, first of all, the one rating that was down were the semifinals where the ratings were not good. And part of the problem is because people are tired of seeing the same schools. I am not. I would love to see Alabama and Georgia play six more times. I, it's to me, great athletes. Okay, so let's, great let's coaches, talk about. Let's great talk schemes. about. Let's take a but how about the Pac-12, bro? Let's talk about them. Let's talk. I'm just saying. <laughs> where, these steals are. They're, they're, why? I mean, why? Well, why yeah, should just, we talk about the Pac-12? I we shouldn't. That was my. It was my 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 rhetorical nonsense because who, who needs to talk now? USC, maybe we will be talking about it. But the same schools are in. That's the people. That's the problem. There's USC. The U, USC will be back in business. I think there's Lincoln no Valley will. Yeah, oh yeah, and and much of the reason, if not most of the reason, is because there's nobody in the Pac-12 worth a damn. I mean, like they that that, that track to the playoff. <laughs> for Lincoln Riley, it should like, be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's smooth as silk. Give me um, your four playoff teams for next year, and then I want two sleeper teams. Wow, that's great stuff. Who? I mean, I expect Alabama to be back. I expect Georgia to be back. I, I think both of them have a really strong shot at that. Um, I think you got to think Ohio State's going to be back. Mm -hmm. By the way, just a real quick question to you: Do you think Harbaugh's back or not? I don't I don't know. I don't have an opinion on it because, well, let's I think he's leveraging the crap out of this whole thing. I think he's doing honestly a disservice to the football program that he's in charge of right now by not like sort of making a decision one way or another. I think he definitely wants to get back to the NFL and win a Super Bowl. I think this um, is the time to go. I think well, he's going. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's going to be rosier time to go than right now. You brought your team. You beat Ohio State finally. You went to the playoff. 
you realize when you got to the playoff that your players aren't half as good as the ones across the way from you, and they aren't going to get any better than the ones across the way from you against Georgia. This is the perfect time for him you, to go. Yeah, I, I, think I, think going. I think he's gone. Yeah, but you want to know what I think the issue is? I don't know that anybody really truly wants. Him. No, they do. They want him. He, his record in the NFL is terrific. It's it is. It's flat out great. His record in the NFL. He took a, a struggling 49ers franchise and turned it around. Yeah, it was a long time ago, though. That was, that was yeah. a long time ago. Well, he, you know, he's been in Michigan seven years and he finally accomplished what I thought he'd accomplish a lot sooner. So, uh, you, so I, I the, think he's gone. The, I think he will be the new coach of the Raiders. That's okay. where I expect him to be. I okay. think he will be the new coach. I think he's going to stay at Michigan. I do. Okay. I do. Um, I think but, it's a mistake but, if he does. I'll say that right now. I think I agree with you. I agree with you. He's he's gone as as far as he can go. Agreed. Um, So so to say that, but agreed. Oh, by the way, here's why I I don't have this team missing in the playoff, but I'll tell you who I'm really impressed by. And and it it correlates to what we just talked about at Lincoln Riley. I love what Oklahoma's done since they lost Lincoln Riley. I think Oklahoma's going to be very good. How about Oklahoma Oklahoma State? State. Oklahoma will destroy Oklahoma State in Bedlam. Uh, Oklahoma is the best team. I I have no doubt in the Big 12 right now already. uh, Look at that staff he's built, too. What a great I, Venable's brilliant and great getting Lebby, Jeff Lebby, uh, over from Ole Miss. Brilliant hire. Uh, everything Oklahoma's done is top notch. And, and by the way, at the same time, they're getting rated like crazy by USC and they're still going to be damn good. Oklahoma is going to be, I'm excited for Oklahoma. I really like what they did. And by the way, Clemson, you lose all your coordinators, you lose both coordinators. That's the one. That's the one I'm most intrigued by. That's my number one intrigue. Well, next don't, year. do you remember what I, what I talked about at the beginning of the season when we were first talking about yeah, you thought that was USC. Coach USC. Yeah, like I, I think it's over, over for uh, over Clemson. I now I don't know what is that. what is that. What does that mean? I mean, yeah, what does that I, mean? I, like I, I don't think you're going to see Clemson just absolutely destroying all that league ACC competition. And I don't think I I don't think Dabo will win another national championship. Wow! Um, you think do you think Clemson will be in the ACC championship game next year? That's a like that's a bellwether that they wouldn't even have thought about. You know, two years ago, three years ago, four years. Well, they weren't this year. They weren't. That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine if they missed another? Yeah, I, I just think that that oh, Clemson is not um, Alabama. It's not uh, Ohio State. It can't just simply. But it was. Well, but there's a lot. But there's a lot of programs who have great runs, and 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 go on these great runs. But to sustain that is so hard. No question about it. But Clemson. I mean, the way they've recruited, and the way. But you know, he hasn't dipped into the portal. He's not really interested in that. Well, that's that's part of the reason why. You you got to help me on this pronunciation if you can. The quarterback there. I can't pronounce it. I it's a difficult it. name. I, yeah. Number five is what I'll refer to him as. Yeah. yeah and yeah. number five is not good. Number five is a major problem. It I don't understand why. how they go from having such amazing it. quarterbacks to now having number well, five. Guy, and number five was a huge recruit, though. I mean, this guy's a number one five-star recruit out of California that comes to Clemson, and he just doesn't have it. I mean, there's no going past that. If that guy rebounds to have a great year next year, I will tip my hat a million times to him. I just don't see it. In the skill positions around him aren't very good either. But his game, he looks lost. I mean, they well, did a terrible job with that guy this year. On top of Eric. all of that, um, Dabo has lost his key assistants. Yeah, especially the one on the defensive side. Yeah, and, and we're going to see just how valuable 
Venables was to that entire run. And I just don't think that that's a program, despite what, what Clemson fans may want to think. And despite what, like sort of people with like a 10 minute attention span who can't remember that for 30 years, Clemson was literally the epitome of a mediocre college football program. Oh, there were some I don't, bad times there. Uh, well, they were they oh. were five after and seven, Danny Ford seven. wins a national championship. They were what, five and seven, seven eight, and five, eight, five and seven, seven and five, no, with maybe an eight, eight, eight and four. Yeah, with yeah. an eight and four mixed in there, maybe a ten win season every seven years. You know, they were so mediocre. Oh, the Nad Tommy Bowden years. Yeah, I mean, you, you could. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And so not, I, not good. I, I'm not suggesting that they're going to go back to that type of, of thing, but like Dabo, oh, they're not going guys. back there. No, not even close to back there, but you know, that those, those alumni and those, and those students, they, they, they expect a lot better than what they got. And it's not going back to where Spurrier beat them five times in a row, but it's, it's, it might be going backwards. And uh, that would really surprise me, but it's, it's possible. And the ACC, that's their only salvage is they're still in that lousy league. Let's see Miami. You know, I think down the road here, Miami's going to be a player now. There's no doubt about that. Oh, you think you think Mario's going to get it done? Absolutely. In that league, yeah, he's going to recruit the hell out of South Florida. What is that? The state of Miami roped off just like uh, Coach Schnellenberger did. Yeah. What is what is when you say what was your what were your exact words? He's going to get it done, or I think I asked you if he's going to. No, I I I, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I would be surprised in two years, two years if Miami is not. The not ACC what? champion. ACC okay, champion. ACC champion. Okay, so does that, that might, them in that the might go into the playoff? I'm not going to put them in the playoff in two years, but maybe three years in the playoff, but not two years, they're going to win the ACC. Okay. And Florida State's going to hopefully come back a little bit too. It would be nice yeah. to see a great, great rivalry like Miami. I have a Florida hard State time. Yeah, oh, God, wouldn't that be great? That really would be great. Rivalry. I have a hard no. time believing that Florida State is, is done. I mean, like, what? They've got to have good enough players on they that do. team to win They're some not. fucking football games. I give right? them credit for at least, you know, there was a lot of calls to, to fire this coach and they, yeah, they hung stuck in there with, with them. them and they yeah. got a little bit, but you could see signs that, that the program's, I think, going in the right direction right now. I mean, we'll see. This is a big year for them. They can't be, you know, below 500. All right. Time, here's a question. Good stuff. 2022, who's going to have a bigger, uh, better season, Tennessee or Florida State? Oh, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. All right, then. Then who's going to have a better season next year, Purdue or Tennessee? Tennessee, <laughs> obviously Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah, yeah. Purdue. I mean, we're going to say that right now, and then we'll circle back to this around. You know, next. Yes. Year. Yeah. Hey, take a Amanda. Moment, how much Amanda? time do we have left? Not enough. Yeah, Stone. No, we're not, not going to get to okay. it. Okay. So why don't we do? Let's tease the viewer, the listeners, a little bit on where we're headed because I think. Carl, I, I don't want to speak for you, There's but not I think time. we should do our own show on that subject. I don't even, simply on a, that subject. Why don't yeah. you? Why don't you tease the tease the listeners about the topic? We yes. only have three minutes left. Okay, and and and, and the, but are you in agreement that we can do a whole show on that topic? Oh, of course. I think we should do a special. I mean, now that we're back in the groove, special. Amanda's back. We know what we're doing. Back. You're back. We're back. The pod's back. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Is that our nickname? The pod yeah, the back. pod is I back. I absolutely love it. The pod is back. The pod yeah. is back. So what we were going to discuss, by the way, and we're going to discuss. Before, sure. wait, before you tease the listeners, yes. can I just also tease the listeners? <laughs> As usual, Fran Healy and Tom Rinaldi's uh, right. 
Yeah, they're back in 2022 also. Well, great to have them following us. Yeah. Now, not only did we have a repeat um, sponsor for this show, but Fran and Tom have repeat guests (laughs) coming on right after this. Who is that? Harry Wendelstedt. Oh, good, good. Great umpire. Great umpire. And Tom Treblehorn. Oh, Trebs is back. Good. Yeah, yeah. Trebs left a couple of stories on the table that he's going to bring. That's I'm That's looking exactly forward to right. that. He's going to go in depth on his interview that he uh, took when when he was given like a psych test by whoever. The, I think Ed Lynch <laughs> might have been the GM at the That's time. Right. He's and got one some of the stories too. One of the questions stories. was, if you could be any kind of tree, what would the tree be? What would that tree be? And Treblehorn's answer famously was, "I'd be a cub tree." Excellent. Excellent. Well, Amanda, am I ready for my tease? Or are we out of time? Is that no? We, we got no. We got two minutes and twenty quick. seconds. Go ahead. Okay, Stone. The timer. <laughs> so, so big news broke the other day at the University of Michigan that a four hundred ninety million dollars settlement was made for the victims of a doctor uh, who was uh, molesting players, uh, sexually abusing players, and you know mirroring. Um, sexual uh, assault charges that, that came in Michigan State years before with Larry Nasser, and then, of course, with Jerry Sandusky. And me and Crowley have both uh, done a deep dive, Crowley in particular, and he's got some, he's written some really good articles and, and has a lot of thoughts on it. So do I. And it needs the proper forum. So we're going to take our time on that. We're not going to rush it. Probably going to have our own uh, episode just about that and uh, things that need to be talked about. Um, looking forward to that, Carl. It was great talking to you about that today, and uh, I think it's going to be must listen for our listeners. It's really it's interesting. fascinating topic for it our is. listeners. Yeah, it's a serious topic. Final it, thank you to our sponsors before we run out of time and get cut off because that's what you guys love to do. Well, yeah, I will say thank you once again to uh, Thyssen Krupp Elevator. Once again, as just I think everyone's aware, they are indeed recognized as a top ten elevator manufacturer. In all of North America, they provide a smooth ride, a clean and modern interior atmosphere. They've got a spacious vestibule and their technology is relatively safe. They have really not had too many malfunctions, not too many deaths. OSHA gives them a B minus grade overall. Don't forget about Dyson Krupp elevators. They give you every opportunity to reach the next level. Stone, I have one last question for you. Yes. Will. Big Blue Nation and John Calipari win the national championship for a fan base. No, I can answer that very impatient. quickly. They will John- not win the national championship this year, but there's uh, Sweet 16 is uh, where they're headed, and that's uh, not what that's not what BBN they, is well, happy BBN's about. BBN's got to get you know five seconds better than missing the tournament last year. <laughs> Thank you, folks. <laughs> we still on? No. <laughs> Oh, he's definitely off. I don't believe we're off. I, I see you guys. guys. When I see you still, I know. We're... Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.